Hello, 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 everybody. Um, I am Catherine. I am the podcast host of Chakras and Cuss Words podcast. I am a spiritual intuitive alchemist. I am very much centered in the astrology and the chakra system. I am doing a full full moon in Pisces. Like tonight is the full moon in Pisces. I know some of us are so excited for some new energy, especially because we have um, this Mercury retrograde that just took place um, yesterday. The Mercury retrograde started. So everybody's kind of like, oh man, what do I do with all this um, feelings of uh, possibly, you know, insecurities with communication and technology and just trying to find our center in this retrograde. So this area of Pisces is to me, honestly, a pretty good full moon. I know there has been some, um, definitely some areas with some of the astrologers, especially on TikTok. I don't really know what's going on over there. It seems like they're, they love to do a lot of um, fear mongering and kind of get people worked up on a lot of these astrological events that have been taking place um, recently, which is quite unfortunate because that's really not what astrology and energy work is about. Like, yes, there are transits that do have um, competitive and also um, consistent types of routines. And traditionally, certain things have happened with um, the collective as a whole on like a worldly center. But on a personal note, astrology and the energy that we use for astrology is more sacred. It's more personal. It's not something that um, we should be uh, teaching people to fear, right? So I'm kind of disappointed some of the astrologers that I've recently been uh, watching on um, TikTok. This is a different type of vibe of a full moon that some people might be a little bit unsure how to use this type of energy because the Pisces is a sign that is very um, centered with intuition and also um, spirituality. So the Pisces is the 12th house ruler. And when we think of that energy of the 12th house, the 12th house is really centered in healing and like closures and having that space of reflection. Um, yes, there were some repetitive things that have happened in the past with um, Pisces full moons, but that shouldn't be where we are centered on. We need to be centered on the areas of what can bring us this reflection of our higher self, what can give us this reflection of um, not letting the conscious state um, lead us in fear and letting our subconscious and our trusting space be more of an area that we work with and that we live with, right? We want to take in the elements of the cosmos and we want to take in the elements of the harvest. This is a time that we are um, reflecting the full moon in um, 
Pisces, which is also known as the harvest moon for the ancestors. Um, this is what they used to call this moon. Um, for those who look through the almanacs, this was known as the harvest moon, which is the time right before we turn into fall. This is the area that is breaking into that harvest selection of fall. So we will be centered on harvesting in the energies of the universe and bringing them within the home. And that is also the, the very much the vibe for this sun in Virgo right now that we are experiencing. We have a sun in Virgo, which is the wheat goddess, which is the goddess that is centered on this space of bringing that feminine energy, that domesticated energy in. So for full moons, a lot of people, and I'm going to tell you guys the truth. Um, you know, I know some astrologers say like for full moons, you need to uh, release and reflect. And yes, I do think that for people releasing and reflecting is very important for a full moon, especially a full moon that's centered with a retrograde. Right now we have a mercury retrograde, but also we want to look at our area of space of the alignment of our chart. And that is what I'm going to do right now. So if you know your sun sign, you can go off of your sun sign. But if you know your moon sign, I also want you to pay close attention to your moon sign as well. Also, you want to look at where is this full moon really affecting you. So for instance, if you have a Pisces Let's say you have a Pisces um, and it is in your third house and it's with Mercury. So possibly you're going to want to look at your birth chart and see where you can work on this area of illumination with um, maybe communication, especially during the retrograde, depending on where your placements are at. So what we have is we have this dual activity because the moon doesn't have illumination, right? The moon is a, as one might say, a non illuminate planet. It does not um, illuminate like uh, Jupiter. It doesn't have that star energy. It doesn't have that bright energy where we would see it unless the sun is opposing it, unless the sun is aligned with the moon. So the sun is now in Virgo, right? So the Virgo is the leader and the ruler of the sixth house, which is our daily activities, which is our daily rituals. It is also a dual energy. Um, many people know the Virgo is related to the maiden, or as some um, would even say the whore, this traditional energy of um, a woman who wasn't maybe um, received in the best of light, right? The best of, um, wasn't valued really in a strong way. But then the Virgo also represents a goddess, a goddess that is um, inspired in purity and um, also known as like the virgin energy. So it's almost like this dual energy of two traits, this dual energy of two um, spaces. So when we have that 
and it's with the full moon in Pisces, which the Pisces is the leader of the 12th house. It's in a direct opposition of the two energies. So the energy of the 12th house is really your conscious state of your spiritual space, of your beginnings, of your impressions of what you withhold and what others see from you. Also, it's an area of identity of the legacy of the higher space. So this is really your higher chakra space. This is your crown space of the higher chakra. So when we are looking at this, we're going to want to look at our decisions and areas of space towards our decisions. So let's get into the horoscopes. Let's um, go through. If you guys have any questions, you can ask a question in the chat. Also, um, you can uh, raise your hand and after the horoscopes, I will um, bring you on stage and answer your question. So for the Pisces, and I saw somebody put in the chat that they are a Pisces. Yes. So for the Pisces, we're going to start with you, right? For the Pisces, this is happening in your first house, which is all about yourself, your authority, your appearance, your identity, your approach to life. So you're going to want to also do a balance because this is a perfect time to reflect on that area. Yes, if you want to create intentions, you can. You can set some rituals and do that space. But in all honesty, with this full moon, you're going to want to do more of a reflection space. A ref reflection space of how you are seeing yourself. How is your impression of self really holding? How is that impression state being centered? So you're going to want to do more of a reflection state with this full moon. Also, for the Pisces, I will be very mindful to look at the dailies, the daily practices of this space. If you're waking up and you're kind of like, and I know like for me, it's, it's hard too. you know, it's hard to, to have that area where it's a high vibration or it's a higher frequency space, but for the Pisces, you are going to want to, um, take a little bit more of a positive area, especially with affirmations and intentions as you start your morning rituals, as you start your day. If you are a night owl, then definitely have that area of space where you begin to build this consistency, where you wind down during the night, where you really value that space of that energy of the higher self. Also for the Pisces, this is a perfect time to be very in tuned to your your dreams. We also currently have Neptune in retrograde, which is the ruler of Pisces, which is actually centered with Pisces. So a lot of times we might be feeling a little naive or we might be feeling a little illusional with this energy. And what that's really saying is that we have to be um, practical in our dreams. We have to be consistent with our dreams, especially if these dreams are related towards intentions and creations. But if we're feeling that our dreams are also like kind of like fogging our vision or making this energy feel like we're in a brain fog, that's because of the Neptune in retrograde. So bring those dreams back into the daily practice, especially if it's something that you are trying to create an intention with. Um, be mindful with your dreams. Also, it is a perfect time for the Pisces to start a dream journal. 
For the Aquarius, this is a time that we're going to want to look at our reflections and daily practices towards money. Um, this, I, I spoke about it a little bit in the Mercury retrograde room for people who stepped into that room. Thank you so much. If you are an Aquarius sun or an Aquarius moon, I really want you to look at your savings account, your balancing, and also that impulsivity when you are purchasing stuff. Are you purchasing stuff and just leaving it in the closet? it. Honey, I know I do that too, right? <laughs> so definitely look at the impulse behind the purchase. Also be mindful of your investments and contracts. I'm not saying that um, you cannot invest at this time. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that when you are creating a contract or a unity, especially around money, you're going to want to really reflect on that contract. Give yourself time before you make that decision and really have areas around your financial goals. If that means you have to meditate a little bit more before you make a, um, a contract decision. Maybe you tell somebody, Hey, I need, I need, I need three weeks. Maybe I want to wait for this uh, retrograde to finish. Maybe I want to, I want to wait for, um, I want to wait a while and really make sure I understand before I purchase this or before I invest this money or before I sell my stocks. I really want to kind of look at this area of space. Um, maybe I just want to make sure that I'm really centered with this high ticket item before I um, actually go full in. So definitely have that area to look at reflections of your financial goals and the balance around them for the Aquarius. For the Capricorn, this actually is happening, happening right around the third house. So for the Capricorn, this is an area where you're going to want to really be um, assertive with your communication, but you also want to do some listening as well. So for the Capricorn, this is a perfect time for you to look at the activities um, that you could get centered in and reflect on some area spaces. For the Capricorn, if you've been having dreams of lost friends. Um, and when I mean lost friends, um, like let's say you're having a dream of a friend who possibly you have um, had lost contact with or something happened in the relationship or something happened with that energy of um, you weren't really sure if this was a relationship for you, right? So for the Capricorn, this is actually a perfect time for you to look back at that reflection of that relationship, of that social aspect, and see if it was something with the communication. If you feel like it was something with the communication and that was a good relationship, maybe you value that friendship, you value that love, reach out to that person because I'm going to tell you right now that at as a Capricorn, if you're having dreams of that space, they're probably dreaming of you as well. And this would be a good time for you to um, reach out to that person and also create more of that social activity. Also, um, don't be like, don't be in a space where if it was a, um, a relationship that you had to let go for, for different reasons. And that relationship just wasn't 
working out, reflect on it, but don't feel that you have to connect, reconnect with this person. Um, some long lost uh, friends or relationships might actually be trying to get a hold of you right now as a Capricorn. Um, also, it is a good time for you to mend any um, relationships with the siblings. For, um, for the Sagittarius, this is a time for you to really balance out your root chakra. Also, I want to say that um, you're going to have to look and reflect on the routines of the home. Also, for the Sagittarius, this is a perfect time for you to cleanse the home. Um, also, if you are centered in a space where something has happened in the home, maybe there was an argument, maybe you noticed that um, that it just wasn't feeling right in your centered space, then I want you to cleanse that space. But I also want you to reflect and make sure that you are in the right space, that you are aligned with your home's energy, your home's roots and foundation. If you are a, a Sagittarius and let's say you're getting ready to move, make sure you really do some energy work before that new space that you uh, move into. So for instance, that would mean that you sage that new area area or you use rosemary to bring in that cleansing space of the home. Also, it is a perfect time for you to reflect with the mother. If you have some mother wounds or also some feminine energy that um, has been feeling unaligned, it's a perfect time for the Sagittarius to actually reflect on that and see where you can create some um, more stability and some more nourishing factors. If you're having a dynamic with your um, child, and it is the same sex child and maybe this relationship is starting to get a little bit um, too fiery or you feel like your boundaries are being pushed, I want you to look at the same sex parent with you and how was the communication and how was the foundation in that space for the Sagittarius. For the Scorpio, this is a perfect time to look in your space of love. Your love house is what I like to call it. Your areas of romance and also that area of healing and reflecting on inner wounds of the relationship. And this doesn't necessarily have to be the passion space of your current relationship. This can also be the space of relationships with the parentals. And a lot of people know that I do talk about the parental units a lot. And the reason why is because the parental units usually affect us the most with our lower chakras, with our first three, which are the root chakra, the sacral chakra and the solar plex chakra. So anytime we're doing any type of inner healing, especially around the child and our passion area of uh, relationships, it's usually going to go back to the parental space. So make sure to do some reflection on that, especially if you feel like you're able to express yourself in your relationship. If you're having a hard time expressing yourself as a Scorpio, this is a perfect time to really reflect on that relationship and see ways that you can create more expression and communication that is really heard through the partnership. Also for the Libra, for the Libra, this is a perfect time for you to reflect on the area of nature that you are with. 
When I mean this, I want you to look at your fitness on a wellness level, especially in the higher chakras. So I'm going to be asking for more like meditation, more clarity. Um, also for the Libra, there's going to be a lot of balancing right now, especially with the daily activities. Work might be feeling a little overwhelming. Also, it might feel like too much is on your plate, especially with this Mercury retrograde. You might be feeling like you aren't able to balance your communication and express what you need um, with others. And especially, this is a perfect time for the Leaper to say, you know what, maybe I need to cut back on this. Maybe I need to cut back on this area of growth right now for me because it feels a little overwhelming. It just feels like a little bit too much. Let's say you're a Libra who's doing who's doing all the things right now. Maybe you're in school and you're working and you have a family. Please don't hesitate to ask for help. Um, and you're going to want to ask for help for us for for yourself, but also for the overall growth of the unit. Also for the Libra, I want you to really, because you might be feeling very disconnected, especially with this Mercury retrograde because it started in your first house. So if you need to take a break and disconnect, allow yourself to. It's going to bring you that balance that you're asking for. It's going to give you that area space. So if that means traveling maybe to a different city, doing something a little bit not like you would usually do to break up that pattern, do that, but also really look at that area of space of organization of the everyday activities and see how you can balance it out for the Libra. And don't don't hesitate for asking for help. Um, for the Virgo, this is an area where you're going to want to be reflecting on the relationship and partnerships. And when I mean relationships and partnerships, this is also with business. So for instance, if you feel that your communication or your interpersonal style isn't being valued or you aren't able to express it right now and you want to express that higher self, that decision-making self a little bit stronger, you want to go ahead and do that with the business and also with the romantic relationships. For instance, let's say you're a um, Virgo and it's just not being aligned, right? You're just not aligned in your space. Like you don't feel that it's really resembling you. Um, this could be in the home life. This could also be in the relationship. This can also be in the business space. Remember, this is about partnerships and you feel like it's just not aligned. It's just not showing your energy. It's just not showing who you are. You're going to want to reflect on that and really express it for the Virgo, we're really going to want your businesses, relationships, and contracts to really reflect your own energy, your own goddess energy, your own personal energy, your own trendy space, what you really resemble. Also, this is a perfect time for you to have that space within the um, relationship. If it is romantic, I want you to really express that interpersonal style that maybe you've been um, not so um, showing so easily. So you're going to want to step into that space, especially if is 
if it is a romantic um, partnership, you're going to want them to know that you are the relationship of their dreams, right? You are that goddess energy. You are that Virgo energy. You are the one who was sent from the heavens for a reason, right? You are that goddess. You are that energy space. So really express that. Um, also take a time to look at your dreams. They might be feeling a little bit more, um, I guess you might say intimate. If you notice that they are feeling a little bit more intimate, you're going to want to tap into that energy with your relationships. Um, especially if it is with some particular person. <laughs> um, for the Leo, this is all about, again, really that energy of intense, intense dreams. So we have to remember that the Pisces is the ruler of the 12th house, which is ruled by, um, which is ruled by Neptune. Neptune controls the dreams. Neptune controls the illusions, the area of intense, vivid manifestations. Um, for the Leo, this is a perfect time for you to be very centered in your morning routines, especially if the night's dreams are a little bit too much for you. Um, and they're almost feeling too vivid. They're almost feeling too out there. And you're like, whoa, I don't know what's going on over here. Um, you might need to actually reduce some of your meditation. Also for the Leo, this is a perfect time for you to look at areas of um, goals and resources, especially with the finances. And a lot of people think that um, when it's a Mercury retrograde, that we should avoid all contracts and we should all avoid, you know, a lot of stuff. It's not necessarily that we need to avoid starting something. It's just we have to do it in a space that isn't so impulsive and we have to slow it down. So for the Leo, you are centered with that strong energy of the sun. You are ruled by the sun. So the sun is all about the solar plex chakra. So you could be very impulsive at times. So when you are stepping in that space of um, making your dreams come true, because this is really where you're centered right now with finances, that you're going to want to do it at a slower rate and not an impulsive rate. So um, work on kind of taming that solar plex chakra for the Leo. Also for the Cancer, this is a perfect time, perfect time for you to really start to reflect on your areas of your higher wisdom your higher learning, um, your higher energy of travels. So for the cancer, if you've always been dreaming, and like I said, we want to take it back to our dream state because this is the full moon in Pisces. If you've always been dreaming about traveling somewhere super far, right? Maybe somewhere that seems so unobtainable. I'm not saying you have to go out and buy the ticket today, right? But what I'm saying is that you have to reflect on that. Look at that energy. Look at that space. Start to build a savings. A lot of people don't understand that when there is a Mercury retrograde and there is still um, astrology lineups like the Pisces, 
we want to look at the dreams and that space energy at a slower rate. Slower rates sometimes build the biggest growth. So if that means just putting $5 a week into a savings account that's towards your travel, then do that. If that means just having this intention of reflection where you look at your subscriptions and say, maybe I can't afford um, right now to have, um, you know, okay, I'm going to use me for an example. Maybe um, I can't afford right now to have that um, $10 subscription for this app I use because right now, my dreams are telling me I need to travel to um, travel to. Let, I'm going to say Mexico because that's actually where I'm planning on traveling um, uh, next year. I need to travel to Mexico, so I'm gonna I'm gonna instead of spending that ten dollars a month, I'm gonna spend that ten dollars a month towards my savings towards towards going to Mexico, and then maybe I can increase it. So you want to reflect on that area as a cancer towards that higher space of travel or education. If you've been thinking about purchasing a high ticket um, course, maybe you've been thinking about getting a coach, right? And you keep putting it off because maybe the coach is a little bit more expensive. And I know coaches can run anywhere from $100 an hour to $1,000 depending on their course, right? But you feel very aligned with this coach. You, you want to gain this education from this course or this class. This is a perfect time for you to reflect on it. Reflect on those dreams. Put that money aside where you say, maybe I can't join this coach's first course, but the next coach's course, I'm going to join and I'm going to start to reflect on putting that energy and that money towards that space, especially during a Mercury retrograde. So give your time to reflect on it and start to save. For the Gemini, this is a perfect time for you to look at your professional goals. In the long term, we're going to want to look at our professional goals in the long term. So there might be some areas that have been um, kind of getting in the way, like an obstacle, possibly with sleep for you right now. Like let's say you are spending too much time tossing and turning at night. You're going to want to look at what is bringing that energy, what it is maybe like you're just staying up too late on your phone. Maybe you're drinking too much wine before you go to bed. Maybe you, um, you are centered in a space where you're watching TV. You're going to want to close that area out for the Gemini because this is happening in your 10th house, um, which is a area of the higher chakra space, right? When we look at the placements of the zodiacs and we look at the energy alignment, we also have to look at what energy alignment is within that area of the chart. So for you, this is going to be a time that you're going to want to create more of a soothing space, especially around night, especially around the dreams, um, where it is centered around that professionalism, that professional space. So for the Gemini, you're going to want to also look at the masculine energy. If the masculine energy, and I will be honest, I believe that some people are more masculine and more... 
aligned with their masculine energy than others. And some people are more aligned with their feminine energy and more centered in their feminine energy than others. And that's because of the planetary alignments that they have. And it's also about some of their chakras. So when you are aligned in a certain space and there's nothing wrong with being in space or there's nothing more. Um, hold on one second. All right, sorry about, sorry about that. Can you hear me? Oh, jeez, I don't. I forgot to put my phone on. Do not disturb. Sorry about that. Um, so just make sure that you are very much centered in that masculine um, energy and reflection space, especially with um, the masculine energy for the Gemini. So if there's some masculine wounds that you need to heal, you're going to want to look at that. You're also going to want to look at. Um, uh, that area of where you are centered with the the masculine and the feminine, because we still have the Virgo sun, but you are going to want to take that area where you look at it as a whole and you see if maybe you are being too dominant, especially with um, the professional self. Like if you aren't taking any of that feminine energy in and you aren't showing any nurturing in your professional space, it's going to be a time that you reflect that. Also for the Taurus, this is a perfect time for you to start to look at your social groups, um, really at that area of the collective, make sure that the technology is in space um, of areas of getting connected, realigned with groups that maybe haven't been um, with your area. So for instance, if you are trying to um, create or build a community, this is actually a perfect time for you to reflect on that. Reflect on how the tourists can build their community. Not necessarily saying start it, but just saying reflect on areas that you would want to express to your community. You would want to express that um, that wisdom. How come a community, how come um, you are seen as a thought leader? So look at that space. Also look at your higher chakras again with the crown and also with the dreams. For the Taurus, you're going to want to be a little bit more rooted than the other zodiacs because naturally you are a very um, earth element placement. You are a very earth aligned root chakra based. So this is a time that you're going to want to reflect on that and see how you can start those roots after the retrograde. Also for the Taurus, this is a perfect time for you to really look at those dreams and wishes that you have with your collective, with your group of friends. For the Aries, for the Aries, I'm going to, um, be honest because um, the Aries is going to feel a little bit of an energy shift. Um, this has been a very good year for the Aries, a lot of good transits and beautiful alignments with the Aries. Um, for the Aries, this is a perfect time for you to actually start 
to reflect on the healing. And the reason why is because Jupiter is leaving you. <laughs> Sorry, honey. So Jupiter is the planet of luck and expansion and abundance and manifesting and really that energy of creating. And the Aries has had um, Jupiter for a long time has been aligned. Jupiter has been aligned with um, Aries, but come October, Jupiter is actually going to go back to Pisces and Jupiter only travels to each Zodiac every 12 years. So um, it started off with Pisces and it did a jump, which traditionally Jupiter doesn't jump too much, but um, it was probably feeling all that strong energy alignment from the Aries. The Aries has had a very beautiful year. So for the Aries, you might feel like a little bit of a emotional dump, as one might say, right? You might feel like, oh my gosh, what is going on here, right? I was having all this energy. I was like creating all these projects. I was very centered in um, new states and new intentions. And I was doing all these things. And now I just feel like Shh, it's just not working for me, right? I'm not creating that, that substance. So for the Aries, this is a perfect time for you to actually create some closure and some healing. Um, create some closure with some areas of reflection of maybe some limiting self-beliefs, right? Maybe you started all these projects and you didn't really finish them. Oh, that's a huge thing, right? Especially for the Aries. The Aries is very good at starting projects. Maybe you started some projects and you decided that project, duh, eh, it just wasn't aligned with me. So you want to look back at that and understand that that isn't something that you failed at. That was something that you decided wasn't right for you at the moment. So give yourself that reflection to really close that journey, to really close that healing. If you are an Aries and Aries and there's been some limiting self-beliefs, especially right now, you're going to want to close that area and really reflect on it. Also for the Aries, this is a personal time that you are going to have a lot of um, dreams that are going to feel very, very lucid, um, very vivid, very strong, especially because for the Aries, this is happening in your 12th house, which is ruled by Pisces, of course, and Neptune. So you are going to be like, whoa, what is going on right now with these dreams? Like I said before, if the dreams are feeling too much, you might need to reduce your meditation. You also want to do some reflection on the dreams. Realize that all dreams aren't supposed to be um, scary. If you are creating the space where maybe you're having too much anxiety, then you're going to want to, instead of doing meditation, probably do some grounding or do some area where you are centered with the ground and the soil and get out of that um, higher energy space of the 12th house of the um, crown chakra space because it might be too much for you. And um, you, we don't want the limiting self-belief to take over the dreams. So just let that space kind of close, let that space heal. So for the Aries, 
it's a perfect time to start your healing journey. Um, you'll just be one step ahead of us before we enter our shadow space, before we enter our eclipse season. So take that time to really heal those um, limiting self-beliefs and heal those wounds. So I want to thank everybody who popped in this room and thank you. Thank you so much. Um, the room is available on replay. If you didn't get a chance to um, hear your Zodiac, you can listen to the replay. Also check out my TikTok. I do tons of astrology and chakra energy um, education on my TikTok. It's really kind of kooky that <laughs> TikTok loves astrology and the chakra system. So I probably post like three to four videos a day on the TikTok. So give it some love and everybody have an amazing day and a great full moon in Pisces. Bye.